You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. Leafs talk New York Yankees with MLB.com Yankees beat reporter Brian Hoke. Brian, uh, Masahiro Tanaka threw another rehab start yesterday. Uh, the results were not great, um, but I wasn't there, and I don't believe in scouting the stats unless you have to. Uh, what did you hear about how he looked and how he felt? Yeah, I wasn't in Pawtucket either, and uh, but what I did hear was fastball was a little below where you'd want it to be, and uh, I, I think that this is going to be a problem with Tanaka. I think maybe not a problem, but an issue going forward. Um, look, he's pitching with a partial tear in his ligaments. Uh, uh, it's it's going to there are going to be good days and bad days, but I think he has shown enough that uh, if I were the Yankees, I wouldn't feel too hesitant toward bringing him up to the major league level and. And letting him get that next step there, I think uh, he's going to throw 85 to 90 pitches next time out. Um, you might as well do that on a big league mound. Uh, you're paying this guy a lot of money. He is a big part of your, your plans for this year, next year, going forward. I would rather see him at the major league level and give him a shot there. I think uh, there's a certain adrenaline that can jump up, and maybe you see the performance jump. But I, I would, if I was Yankees, I'd want to know what I have, and uh, there's no better place to do that than at the big league level. So I, I think um, if I were them, I, I'd bring him up. Do you get the impression that Mr. Cashman and Mr. Girardi share your point of view on that matter? Uh, I think that it's something they're going to talk about. Um, I, I think they obviously scouted that game a lot better than we did. Um, it just, you know, I, I'm looking at a stat line here and, and going off what I'm reading in the newspapers, but. Uh, I, I think that it's something that's certainly in consideration. I think that if Adam Warren had not pitched a great game his last time out, um, it would certainly be more in consideration. But it, it, when you have a chance to put Tanaka on a big league mound, I, I think that why not? I think it's certainly something you have to entertain. How, it, will, will it be as simple as, whenever that time comes, will it be as simple as Warren back to the bullpen, or are there – um, creative options that they're looking at as far as how to align the rotation whenever the time comes that they decide that Tanaka's back in. Yeah, I don't know if it's that simple. Uh, you know, Chris Capiano hasn't blown anybody away, I don't feel like. And, and even though the Yankees did give him $5 million and, and said he would be at the back end of the rotation, I, I feel like at some point you have to look at results. And Adam Warren, the last couple of times out, has been fantastic. And I think that his stuff the last time out against Kansas City was was probably the best he's ever seen at the big league level. Uh, you know, fastball hopping in 94, you know, uh, breaking stuff was biting. He was taking guys off balance. And that Royals lineup is, is no joke. Um, so I think that you have to take that in consideration. But uh, I, I think that, by and large, at some point they're going to get Tanaka back. They're going to get Ivan Nova back. And at some point there's just not enough spots in that rotation. So you probably have to go with one of those guys to the bullpen, and that might not work in Adam Warren's favor. I know he would prefer to be a starting pitcher, but uh, I think uh, he has proven, as have many before him, that you can help a team a lot coming out of the bullpen, especially as a starting pitcher where your stuff plays up rather than uh, being in the rotation. So I I think it's something they're definitely going to look at. I I hate this idea, but nobody asked me, um, and it was something that came up in, in Yankees' conversations earlier in the year. Would they go with all six of those guys for a short period of time to protect anybody, or is that uh, kind of is that time passed? You hate it, huh? <laughs> well, Larry Rothschild has talked about it. It's something that they would want to do if possible. Uh, they tried it a little bit. Uh, they didn't quite get there, but I, I think they're mindful of Tanaka. They're mindful that 
DC is, is nearing the end here. Uh, he's obviously clearly on the in the second half of his career. Um, I, I think they want to be careful with his, his innings totals. They know that Michael Pineda has never thrown 200 in a big league season. So I, I think that there's a bunch of reasons why you would want to slot in a six starter. But as far as carrying six starters and going several times through the rotation, having six guys, I don't think they're ready to do that just yet. I guess that's kind of what I'm wondering. Is there is there maybe a, an interim transition period? You, you almost give Capuano and Warren another start or two to sort of audition to see who stays in or anything like that. I think you could do that. You absolutely could. It, it, it's a situation they had Chase Whitley up before, and obviously he's not having John surgery, but he would have been in that mix too. So uh, I, I've never heard a major league manager or general manager say that we have too much starting pitching, and I think that's the situation the Yankees are in. Uh, they're happy to have that that wealth of riches that they think is coming around the corner. And uh, if, if you can have a healthy Tanaka or a moderately healthy Tanaka come back and, and join an Ivan Nova who's coming back in the rotation, that, that's going to be huge for them uh, down the stretch just to have those options. The, the other major health concern here right now is Jacoby Ellsbury. And, and uh, it came out recently this week that uh, maybe that, that's going to be a little longer than, than was hoped. Uh, first of all, what, what exactly is your understanding of Ellsbury's situation? Are we looking at, a, at an extended period of time for him? Yeah, I mean, the good news is it's not a situation where you're looking at surgery. So uh, this is not something that should be season-ending for him at all. Uh, my understanding is it's a strain on the outside of his knee um, that he'll feel mostly when he makes quick turns. And obviously for a guy whose speed and legs are such a big part of his game, that's not really what you want to hear about your center fielder. So you want your center fielder to be able to – make those fast breaks and those quick cuts and go chase down balls in the gaps. And uh, it sounds like 15 days is not going to be enough for Ellsbury there. Uh, you hope it's three weeks, it maybe a month. But uh, Slade Heathcock's come up and done a pretty good job. I think he's impressed a lot of guys. I, I thought Yankee fans were going to like the way he plays all out, if it was anything like we saw in spring training. And so far, it, it has been. Uh, his first hit, he turned a single into a double and with no hesitation. Uh, but they're a better team with Ellsbury in the lineup, and there's, there's no question about that. But you need a healthy Ellsbury to come back because he's not going to be helping the team if he's playing at 65 70%. You, you really want him to be as close to 100 as he can, as, as realistically can. And, and if uh, there's any hesitation there, you have to take it slow. So I think 15 days not going to be enough. 21 days might not be enough. I, I think that you're probably looking closer to a month. Is, is a combination of Chris Young and Carlos Beltran and Heath Scott for those two outfield spots enough for them to make do for, for a few weeks, or are they uh, maybe look at some other kind of external options? I, I think they're okay because, remember, they have Brett Gardner, who is a bona fide leadoff hitter. There's no question there. I, I think that uh, a big league lineup does not have any problem slotting Brett Gardner in the one spot. So uh, he can get on base. He can be a pass. Uh, he's better when he's teamed with Ellsbury. Uh, the Yankees certainly proved that. They, they led the majors in first inning runs when uh, Ellsbury and Gardner were at the top. But I think they can get by. I think that Eastcott's going to do a little bit here, and, and Chris Young needs to, to get back where he was that first uh, couple weeks of the season. He's, he's gone in a little bit of a tailspin here, but uh, I think they can get by with, with what they have and then uh, wait for Ellsbury. I, I don't think it's going to be – if it was a different situation where Ellsbury was going to be out for two, three months, say, I think that maybe you'd be in favor of making a move, but I think they can do that from within for now. And then uh, to turn to a topic we've talked about a good bit, but that really hasn't gotten any better, uh, the middle infield, it's kind of the same question, um, but it remains a question. What what can they do? Are, are they getting closer to being able to call somebody up? Is this, I, 
what, if anything, can they do aside from just wait for these guys to start hitting? Yeah, I think you're nearing the end of that where you can realistically say, all right, well, it's early still. It's not really early yet. So uh, you've got now a year of Stephen Drew sample size to, to look at, and uh, the results are not pretty. Um, so I think that they're reading between the tea leaves, trying to anyway, with what Hal Steinbrenner said last week, uh, he was down at the owners' conference meetings uh, and said something along the lines of, D.D. Gregorius, we, we believe in him, uh, there's going to be – a bright future ahead. We're willing to go with the growing pains. But then he said, Stephen Drew is what he is. And that, that is not a ringing vote of confidence in my uh, estimation. So I think that uh, the, the example I keep going to last year was that they knew Brian Roberts wasn't going to be their everyday second baseman, but uh, he, was, he was okay for the time being. They, they stuck with him until the trade deadline when Drew became available. I, I think that the leash is getting a little bit shorter here. I, I know that Joe Girardi keeps talking about batted ball velocity and and how the numbers just don't match up with what Stephen Drew has, has produced. But at some point, you got to look at the batting average. You look at the numbers on the board, and you say they are what they are. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a what have you done for me lately game. And Drew's had some big hits. I'm thinking for the pinch hit grand slam, but I, I don't think it's happened often enough to guarantee him starting time going forward. Please tell me you've gotten at least one inbox or Twitter question about A Rod playing second base. Please tell me somebody's asked. I did. I did. I absolutely did. Somebody said something along the lines of, hey, he was a big league shortstop, so why can't he handle second base? You know, second base is easier than shortstop. So um, I'm not going to waste your time by answering that one. But, uh, we'll, you know, if, if you need the answer, email me. I'll figure I'll, I'll get back to you. But I'm going to sleep a little better knowing that it was asked. All right, Brian Hope, was. thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.